Hey, beautiful, and welcome to Finally and Happy, a podcast and community for kick-ass, can-do women living with chronic illness. I am happiness coach and self-care strategist, Shannon Clink, and I will share with you some of my personal journey to joy with chronic illness while hosting some amazing guest speakers, sharing tons of happiness hacks and self-care strategies so you too can live in joy and happiness despite whatever chronic illness you may be living with day to day. I am absolutely thrilled that you are here for today's episode. Hello, beautiful. Today, we are going to talk about time management. And before you turn this podcast off and walk away going, I am so sick of the time management conversation. I know I'm supposed to use a calendar and I should batch things and block things and color code and all those kinds of suggestions. Rest assured, I have some solutions here because this is an area where I used to beat myself up a lot. I used to say things to myself like, you know what, Shannon, if you just managed your time better, things would be easier. Or if you just managed your time better and were more disciplined with your time, then you would have more time and energy. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, none of that is true. And it is also totally not useful, which is how I've found a lot of time management programs and toolkits in the past because they haven't taken into consideration the nuances of living with chronic illness, the unpredictability of living with chronic illness. And so I could have this beautifully perfect calendar and follow all their steps. But if I didn't have the emotional mindset piece to go with it, none of it mattered. And I could have the emotional mindset piece and be breathing into infinite time and infinite energy But if I wasn't doing the practical tactical of keeping the calendar in conjunction with the mindset piece, none of it mattered. So a couple of years ago, I changed my approach completely and I stopped the whole time management merry-go-round and started to manage my bandwidth. What do I even mean by bandwidth? Okay, so I went and looked up the definition of the word because I've been using it for years and I was like, what does that really mean? Obviously, it's a data term. It refers to the transfer capacity of a computer network, but it can also mean a person's capacity for tasks or deep thought at any one point or time. And then I thought, okay, well, that's great. What does the word capacity mean? What capacity do I have at any given time? the maximum amount something can contain, like a container, or produce, like a producer, right? The power to produce, the power to perform, the maximum output. So as a kick-ass can-do woman who lives with chronic illness, who can do everything quote-unquote right, I can eat right and move right and sleep right and pray right, and oh my gosh, I can do it all right, and still not have the amount of energy that I would like to have to get all the things done that I would like to do. Because I am a lover of life, I'm a curious person, I wanna be out there doing it. So how do I manage those two things? Managing our bandwidth, as always, I'm gonna start with the practical tacticals, 
And then once I've shared some of the practical tacticals, we'll talk a little bit about mindset and the internal heart connection work that goes along with it. So the first one is, and I know this sounds super elemental, but I got to tell you, I'm always surprised. I still come across very successful women who don't do this. So I'm going to say it anyways, keep a calendar. I know super elemental. You're like, I already do that. It doesn't matter whether it's an electronic calendar or a paper calendar, whatever is your jam totally works, but I'm going to encourage you to keep two calendars. And before you say to me, well, that's stupid. That's more work. Here we go. Here's the deal. One calendar is solely for your chronic condition. It is a journal. It is a tracking of symptoms, good days, bad days. If you live with chronic pain, maybe you're writing down on a scale of one to 10, whether it's a good day or a bad day. If you're managing depression and anxiety, maybe you're using a scale of one to 10. If you have an autoimmune condition or a primary immune deficiency like me and you have random allergic reactions to things, it's a place where you can write those down because all of that information rents space in your head. And when I have a finite amount of bandwidth because of what's going on in my body, then I want to maximize the capacity that I do have. And I don't want to spend that energy trying to remember what happened last month or last Thursday or whatever it is so that when I have time to meet with my doctors or nurses, I can communicate it clearly. So keep a separate calendar. And again, it doesn't matter whether it's electronic or whether it's paper. I choose paper for my healthcare calendar and I keep everything in there so that when I do go to the doctor, I have all that information in there. I don't have to try and remember it. I don't have to try and summarize it. I am a great advocate for my own healthcare. It allows you to communicate clearly with those dates and times and cause and effects to be a great advocate for your own healthcare. And it doesn't have to rent space bandwidth in your head. Okay, so the second calendar is the one you're more familiar with. It is the appointment calendar, commitment calendar that you normally have. But here are a couple of things about that calendar. Now, I keep that calendar electronically. I use Google Calendar, use whatever works for you. But here's where we need to start. You need to know you. And you need to be honest about you. What do I mean by that? Here are some questions to ask yourself. When is your prime time? My prime time is first thing in the morning, like between 7.30 a.m. and 9.30, 10 a.m. That's my prime time. When's your downtime? Like when's your least effective time of the day? Mine is three-ish in the afternoon, sometime between three and five. Know when that is. And that doesn't mean you won't schedule things, but it's really important to know your own personal cycles and energy flows. Do you have seasons? Maybe you have health impacts based on weather. Maybe your pain is increased during stormy weather or rainy weather, or maybe it's asthma season that's particularly challenging for you. 
or maybe you have seasons based on medical procedures. So for like me, I have an IgG infusion every two weeks. So every other week looks a little different for me in terms of scheduling because my bandwidth is different every other week. And here's what happens sometimes. And this is why I say you have to be really honest with yourself. Sometimes I will look at something like my girlfriends have planned something two days after one of my infusions and I really, 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 really want to be there. And so I think to myself, oh, you know what? I'll figure it out. It's not a big deal. I'm going to say, yes, I'm coming. I'm a hundred thousand percent in. And then what happens? Maybe I have the infusion and I can't make it. And then I feel bad. I feel bad for me, bad for them. So that being honest with myself doesn't always mean I need to say no to those things, but sometimes I need to say yes and call my girlfriend and say, hey, just a heads up, I have an infusion two days earlier. So, you know, it's always a little bit iffy, but I'm so all in and my heart and my soul to be there and or maybe I'll be able to show up, but for a shortened period of time or just giving that heads up. So I have that grace and space being honest about what my bandwidth is. So this whole, ah, I'll figure it out. I'm putting it on the calendar anyway, doesn't usually work out. The second piece is we can worry about other people's judgment. If I say, I can't really make it on Thursday, you don't need to say because I have a medical procedure two days before, or it's just a really bad time of the day for me, we can just reschedule. We don't have to explain ourselves. We don't have to defend ourselves. If it's someone who says, well, what else do you have? If they're not someone in our inner circle, you can just say, I have a prior commitment at that time. I'm so sorry I can't make it. Can we try for the next day sometime between 9 and 1030? Like no need to explain or defend yourself. And it's some, if it's someone who is in your inner circle, they're going to understand if you say, you know, traditionally that's just a really tough time of day or it's a tough time of year or it's a tough couple of days after my infusion. They're going to understand. Know yourself first. Second, I'm sure you've heard this philosophy before about putting the big rocks or the big blocks into your calendar first, but I'm going to tell you the order with which to do it. The first things that you're going to put in are those time-sensitive appointments or time-sensitive reminders. And when I say reminders, they can be things like if you have a big event coming up at work and you know that you have some triggers prior to that big event, or it could be your kid's end of school graduation and you're in charge of the cookies. It could be anything in between. So those time-sensitive reminders go in the calendar. And then the very next big block to go in your calendar is your self-care. And this is what makes Finally F and Happy different because we're going to start with your self-care. Because the truth of the matter is, if you live with any kind of chronic condition, there is zero sustainability, zero energy and time left over for you if you are not meeting your fundamental needs. So what do I mean by fundamental needs? So that's where we need to start. Do you know what your fundamental needs are? And if you sort of know, or they're just swimming around in your head, I would super encourage you to put pen to paper 
and make a list of what your fundamental needs are. And if you're like, I don't even know where to begin, here are a few questions to start with. My life runs smoothly when, fill in the blank. Or, I feel good about my life when, fill in the blank. Here's another one. I worry less when, fill in the blank. Or, I have more time and energy when, fill in the blank. Answers to any of those questions are going to help you identify what your fundamental needs are, and they usually fall in a handful of buckets, right? There's nourishment, food and hydration, movement, sleep, your medical care. They can also include things like love, connection, do you have a date night? Do you have times on your calendar that you set aside where you just pour into your kids and your family without thinking about your work, guilt-free, showing up for your family? It could be time with girlfriends. It could also just be what I call for me, it's shan time. Time to take a leisurely shower and do my hair or put makeup on or sit around and read my hello magazine. Whatever that time that nourishes me. But also spiritual care is a fundamental need for a lot of us. And that spiritual care can look anything like prayer and meditation, some kind of weekly ritual or participation, whether it's church or sangha. It could also be a walk in the woods or communing with nature, wherever it is that you get that spiritual fix. So those are some ideas about your fundamental needs and then those get plugged into the calendar, not every single one individually, because that would be way too messy, but in blocks of time. So I have a 30-minute calendared appointment on my schedule that's Shan Time AM. And I know in that Shan Time AM, I could set up my water. If I'm doing celery juice that day, I do celery juice. It's time for my prayer meditation. It's time for me to get dressed and ready for my day with hair and makeup or whatever that is. And then I also have a block of time in the afternoon that's Shan time p.m. And that might include my stretching or cardio if I'm doing any exercise that day. That also might be time that I'm connecting with my girlfriends or having some downtime where I'm reading my gossip magazine or things that fill me up and fuel me that are part of my fundamental needs. And then I also have a Shan bedtime time. And again, this sounds super fundamental. And although I know the list of things that I want to do during that period of time, set up my water for the next day, check particularly my son's school links in the age of coronavirus to make sure everything's in order for him the day tomorrow. I have a list of things that if they're done, my life runs more smoothly. I have that list written down because... I don't want to be using my bandwidth to try and remember what do I need to do tonight. And knowing that our bodies can be thrown off whack at the most unsuspecting times, and I can be in the middle of some brain fog or cog fog, 
that I don't have to worry about my brain fog or con fog because once I know it's that time of day, the Shan bedtime block on my calendar at some point, I can just go look at that list and go, oh yeah, I just need to set up my water and my probiotic and da 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 da. So that's all ready, set to go for the next morning. Do I do it perfectly? Oh goodness, no. But when I do do it, it makes my life run smoother. So those rinse and repeat things that happen virtually every day, write them down a short list. What are those things every morning that when you get them done, your life is better? There's probably three to 10 things on that list. And then in the afternoon, whether it's afternoon with kids after school, whether it's that five to six hour after work, what are those rinse and repeat things that you need to do virtually every day for yourself that make your life run more smoothly? Write them down, a quick short list. Again, it'll only be like three to 10 things. Rinse and repeat. The third list is, what are those things at the end of the day that if you just get them done at the end of the day, they make your life smoother? And again, it's a short list, three to 10 things. Write it down on a piece of paper or an electronic note. And then you're going to calendar a block and it could be a 15 minute block. It could be a 30 minute block. Very first thing in the morning, later in the afternoon or in that five to six hour window. And then again, towards the end of your day. So you can remember those things that need to get done that support you and make your life run smoother and ultimately will give you more bandwidth when those things are done. The other piece to add to your physical calendar, again, back to this idea of seasons. So for me, when I have my infusion every two weeks, I actually schedule the day after that infusion. It's completely, I write in my calendar, schedule no appointments. Obviously I do work, the kids still need to be fed, I still have things to do for my business. I still have things to do, but I don't schedule any really big appointments that day. So like if you have a really big doctor's appointment, put on your calendar after that doctor's appointment, a two hour, three hour, maybe it's the rest of the day that you need just to build in some space and grace for the amount of physical, emotional, and spiritual energy it's gonna take to show up to that doctor's appointment. Alternatively, if your lower time in the day is, let's say, in the afternoon between 2.30 and 5, and that's the only time you could get this particular appointment or you have something at work that you have to show up to because that's when everybody else was available, then make sure to schedule after that appointment the downtime and grace that you need and literally put it on your calendar. And I would suggest when you put it on your calendar, you put something positive about it in your calendar. Sometimes I will just put Shan time. But for example, on the day after my infusion, I will write something like schedule no appointments, day after infusion, and then in the notes, I'll put something like welcome new IgG and thank you to all those souls who donated blood and platelets. May we all be healed at the deepest level in the sacred transaction of giving and receiving at a cellular level. So I put some intention into this space I've created 
because, and we're going to talk about this in just a minute, the mindset piece around our scheduling is as critical as the practical tacticals. So previously, and I know some of you do this, you think, oh, there's a little pity party around the fact that we need recovery time after some of these appointments or when we're doing things at a lower energy time. Oh yeah, no self-pity here. We are going to infuse that space with some graciousness and gratitude and appreciation for that time and ability to build that in to our lives and to our schedules as best as we possibly can. I say all this fully acknowledging that if you have little kids, that's not always possible. If you have back-to-back -back meetings at work, that's not always possible. If that happened to be the one appointment that that doctor you've been trying to get into is available and then you have a big work commitment or your kid's soccer game right afterwards, it's not always possible. But to the best of your ability, if you start to build that into your schedule, you will start to meet your fundamental needs more fully, more nourishingly, and more is possible. And this is where the practical tactical and the mindset start to merge together. Because this idea, letting it sink in, letting it seep in, that sometimes the less I do is actually more. Because when I build in that space, that graciousness, that recovery time or that prep time to those big appointments, I make sure my self-care is in my calendar first, I may actually quote unquote by the rest of the world's judgment be doing less, but it's giving me the strength, energy, spirit to show up and actually do more and certainly do enough. And this is one of my go-to affirmations that I share with you. I am doing enough. I have gotten enough done today. I am doing enough. I am enough. Like I promise you, whatever you are doing, it's enough. It really is enough. And this is where this concept of deep acceptance comes into play. You know, I live this life half between deep acceptance of what is while reaching for the stars and believing in outrageously audacious dreams. So here's the acceptance part. The acceptance part is that I have years of demonstrable evidence that there is more that I want to do than I physically have the energy to do. And that has caused me grief, it's caused me sadness, it's caused me anger, it's caused me frustration, it's also caused me to slow down, to appreciate the moment, to see the good in right now. And so this journey of acceptance is one where all feelings are welcome. Happiness is not just about happy birthday happy. Happiness is about you are safe enough to feel all feelings. And so giving yourself the graciousness and spaciousness to accept that reality, 
that you may have more that you want to do than you actually have the physical energy to do. But as I've said many times, and you'll hear me repeat a thousand more times, you are powerful beyond the strength of your physical body. You are powerful beyond the energy of your physical body. You are powerful. It may just look different than we think it should. And that's where open-mindedness comes into play. And I'm going to share with you what I call the set-aside prayer. And whatever your spiritual leanings are, whether you believe in God or Buddha or Allah or Ganesh or Mother Earth or quantum physics, whatever it is, we're just going to put some spiritual intention toward divine wisdom. Please help me set aside everything I think I know about fill in the blank so that I can have an open mind and an open heart and be open to the experience I am to have. That's it. The quickest, most direct way to an open mind and an open heart to tap into and connect with your power and your energy, even though your physical body may not be feeling strong or cooperating in the way you want it to, or there's just so much more that you want to do than you can get done. Because it's in that open-mindedness that new strategies, new avenues appear. And one of the additional strategies that I'm going to share with you is that on Sunday, sometimes I do it on Monday morning. I have some friends of mine who do it at the end of the day on Friday because they're really organized. I'm not that organized. But to go over, to spend some time looking at your calendar for the week ahead. And I do this week by week, not month by month. A month is too much for me to hold. So I just do it a week at a time and I would encourage you to do it a week at a time. And I, again physically calendar that. I have a half hour on my calendar on Sunday or I do it on Monday if I know we have family plans on Sunday that I sit and go through my calendar for the week. And in doing that, I set intentions. I give it some spiritual energy. I pray over my calendar and I include that set-aside prayer divine wisdom, whatever it is that brought this glorious sun up in the east this morning, please help me set aside everything I think I know about how this week is supposed to go so that I can have an open mind and an open heart and be open to the experience that you would have me have. And in that, really glorious and miraculous things can happen in my week and they can happen in your week too. Okay, so here's the mindset piece that kicks me off course on a regular basis and how to handle it. And it's called unpredictability. Unpredictability is generally the number one complaint that people share with me regarding time management. They do take the time to schedule a beautiful calendar. They put some prayer and intention and spiritual energy into their calendar and then they have a really bad asthma day or they wake up and their fibromyalgia is hugely inflamed or they ate something that they weren't expecting that they didn't think had gluten in it and they have celiac disease and they're now taking an entire 10 days to clear that out of their system 
or they have an allergic reaction to something they never knew that they were allergic to. So something throws them off course. And in that unpredictability, this is where knowing what your fundamentals are is critical. Having them written down on a list is critical because when we get knocked off course, oftentimes there's some kind of uh, overwhelm, brain fog that goes along with it. So even though I know you are super smart and totally can do, I would encourage you to write these little systems and fundamentals down for yourself. And then know I have a little uh, star next to some of the things that I know can come out of my schedule. Dinner is the go-to. I'm not a big fan of takeout. I cook a lot, but that's one of the first go-tos. Or are there things in my son's schedule that can come out of his schedule? What are the things that really do have some wiggle room? Identify what those are. But alternatively, what are the things you can add in? When you do have these days where you have some extra energy or you have unexpectedly a tiny bit of time, how often do you walk around like, what? I don't, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to do with this extra time and energy. What are those little things that can be added in? Is it a book that you really wanted to read? Is it a podcast that you've really wanted to listen to? Is there a project? For me, my family photos are always an ongoing project that I do 10 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Do you have a project like that? If so, identify what that is and make sure that you have the tools at the ready all the time to be able to do that project, whatever it is. And again, when I do my weekly review of my schedule for the week ahead, I identify these things that can be the things that can easily come out of my schedule or the things that I can easily engage in that would bring me great joy when I do find myself with that sweet spot where I simultaneously have a little bit of time and a little bit of energy. Okay, so the next thing in regards to managing your bandwidth instead of your time in relationship to your mindset is FOMO. Fear of missing out. And I want to tell you that behind every no, there is a yes. There are so many things that kick-ass women with can-do illness need to say no to. It is totally okay to say no. I also want to put in a little plug. It is totally okay to say yes. If my heart, my desire, and my physical ability can do it. But if either it's something you don't really want to do and you're doing it out of obligation and now you're sucking up time and energy doing something you don't really want to do, you can say no. Or if you know that physically it's really not a good time for you to do that, it's also okay to say no. So here's an example. Let's say I need to say no to a social event. And maybe a girlfriend's invited me somewhere and I kind of really do want to go, but I just know that timing wise, it's one of those things that I'm going to be right on the edge of my energy. And so I really do need to say thank you so much for inviting me, but unfortunately I'm not going to be able to make it. And so I've got to pull in my FOMO tools. I've got to pull in my acceptance tools 
And I most especially got to pull in my self-empathy tools. And my self-empathy tools are going to allow you to identify what you're saying yes to. Because when you say no to that social event, what you might be saying yes to, you might be saying yes to rest. You might be saying yes to not being rushed or greater ease in your day that particular day. Or you might be saying yes to having enough physical energy to make yourself a healthy dinner and for your family that you're going to sit down and eat together. So now you've said yes to family connection as well as to a nourishing dinner. And when we can deeply connect with what need are we fulfilling by saying no, we can honor that need, the beauty of that need, the gift of that need, the self-nourishing, the self-care of that need in balance with those other feelings that you may have about having to miss that event. And I've got to tell you, I've had to miss a lot of events in my time and in my life because I just literally physically couldn't do it. But what that has given me is an ability to appreciate, savor, be the memory maker for all of those events that I do get to attend. But the point of this is that every time we need to say no, behind every no, there is a yes. And if you can connect with the yes, you can connect with the self-gentleness, the self-nourishment, and the self-care. And last but not least, this is, again, part practical, tactical, part mindset. And this is a shift I made several years ago which absolutely changed my productivity. Prior to systemizing my fundamental needs and care for myself and for my family and my home, I would have some time and I would say, I don't feel like vacuuming. I don't feel like running those errands or I'd be at work and I don't feel like working on that project anymore. Well, with this systemized schedule, where I have plugged in my fundamental self-care items. I have plugged in the time-sensitive appointments that need to be in my calendar, that when I come to that time on my calendar, I no longer check in with how do I feel about doing whatever that activity is. If it's my shan time in the morning and I need to set up my probiotic and my celery juice and get some actual food in me, I no longer check in and go, do I feel like doing it? If I am physically capable of doing it, I do it. That's the deal. You plug it in your calendar and if you are physically capable of doing it, you do it. There's no emotional barometer checking in to decide whether you like to or not. Because truth to be honest, as my son would say, 90% of those household chore fundamental things, I don't feel like doing. But when they're done, my life runs better. And when my life runs better, I have more energy. I have more time. 
I can show up for you. I can show up for the people that I love and contribute in this world in a way that is so meaningful, even if I live with a chronic condition. Now, that doesn't mean that I push myself because I've calendared accordingly. I've calendared in a way not to push myself physically. I've actually taken really great care to calendar in a way that I'm not pushing myself physically. So if I can't, for whatever reason, I literally can't. And that's when I get to listen to my body, rest, or do whatever it is I need to recuperate for however long that's gonna be. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's five days. I don't really know. But that emotional barometer before we do household chores, work tasks we don't like, self-care essentials, that emotional barometer, it's got to go. Now, don't get me wrong. I am one of the most playful people around. I love some spontaneity. I love it when my husband surprises me with lunch in the middle of the day. There is always room for that. It is not about being rigid. But the truth is, once I finally threw out that emotional barometer about, do I wanna do these chores? Do I wanna fill my water bottle? Do I wanna do the 20 minutes of cardio? When I threw the emotional barometer out and I just did it if it was on my calendar, the more I got to do those spontaneous things guilt-free with joy. And that's the crazy paradox of all of this. The more you take time to create a schedule that takes into consideration your chronic condition and your fundamental self-care needs, and you build that schedule in a really nourishing, nurturing way, the more spontaneous, the more playful you can be in your life. And the more spontaneous and playful the more energy and enthusiasm we have. And isn't that what we're all looking for at the end of the day is those moments of joy and happiness that feed our souls. And wouldn't you love to have more moments where there's that magic sweet spot where you have both time and energy to do things for you? And last but not least, I'm gonna leave you with a few affirmations that I use when calendaring and scheduling my bandwidth. First of all, the top of my paper calendar. So again, I use a combination of both electronic Google calendar and a paper calendar. At the top of my paper calendar is where I put my intentions. And for this week, it says infinite time, infinite energy, infinite time, infinite energy. And when I'm feeling stuck, I'll put some calming meditative music on and I'll just say out loud, sitting here in my office, infinite time, infinite energy, somewhere in this universe, in some bizarre quantum field, there is infinite time and infinite energy. If I can just tune the antenna of my energy to that infinite time, and infinite energy. And a few last affirmations to help you as you manage your bandwidth rather than your time. I respect my body because my body is a precious gift and I treat it as I would treat a treasure. I am powerful beyond the strength of my physical body. I am powerful. 
I know me best and I lovingly take really good care of me because I deserve it. Even though there may be things about myself that I would like to be different, I deeply and completely love and accept myself exactly as I am. So I think you get it. The thing that makes finally effing happy and managing your bandwidth different than other time management philosophies are that it is equal part practical, tactical, mindset, self-acceptance, self-gentleness, self-empathy, and ultimately self-empowerment. And if you're really struggling managing your bandwidth, DM me or send me an email and let's do a 30-minute free coaching call solely about managing your bandwidth. I am crazy passionate about women being kind to themselves because when you are kind to yourself, the rest of the world is a better place and most definitely your world is a better place. And one way we show kindness to ourselves is by managing our bandwidth instead of our time. So until we connect next, you be well and be kind to you today. Hey, beautiful, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Finally Effin' Happy. Do you know that this is episode number 13, lucky number 13? 13 is totally one of my lucky numbers, and so I am just shy of 1,500 downloads. And so would you do me a favor? Would you leave a comment in Apple Podcast? If there's something from this episode or any episode that you found helpful or purposeful or meaningful to you, write a comment because that's what helps other women find Finally and Happy. I don't really understand all this algorithm stuff, but I know that that's the thing that helps other women find Finally and Happy. So leave a comment or send this episode to a girlfriend if you think she could really benefit from some of these bandwidth ideas and or take a screenshot of this and post it on your social media, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. You can find me everywhere at Finally and Happy. And tag me and I'll tag you back. So you can follow me on Instagram at Finally and Happy, or if you want to hang out some more, you can hang out with me in my free and private Facebook group, and you can join that at bit.ly backslash Finally and Happy group. That's all one word, no spaces. And the same for my email list. If you want to stay posted on what's coming up, future episodes, courses that I'm going to start offering, and workshops, you can join the email list at bit.ly backslash finally and happy email list all one word no spaces pretty easy and if none of the technology stuff is your jam you can leave me an old-fashioned voicemail at 860-385-1088 oh my goodness all of that will be in the show notes but listen i am super serious if you are struggling with your time management, if you're struggling with your bandwidth management, if at the end of the day, after you've taken care of everyone else, there is never, ever, ever enough time or energy left over for you, and you'd like to spend 30 minutes 
talking it out, getting some practical tools, or if you have no idea what your fundamental needs are, let's get them down on paper really quick and blocked into your calendar. I would be happy to do that with you totally for free. So I would send you to my website, but some computer bot got a hold of all the buttons on my website. And so I've disabled all of those until I can figure out how to get rid of the bots. So send me a DM or shoot me an email at finallyeffinhappy at gmail.com and we can find 30 minutes to connect to support you in managing your bandwidth so you can have more time, you can have more energy, and hopefully have more finally effing happy moments. Until then, be well and be kind to you today. 